It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. Port, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Day five, the board and operationalizing compliance. In addition to a company's senior management, there is the board of directors at the top. Yet the role of the board is different from that of senior management. For the board of directors, the 2020 update stated, under the category oversight, what compliance expertise has been available to the board of directors? Have the board of directors and or external auditors held executive or private sessions with the compliance and control functions? What types of information have the boards of directors and senior management examined in the exercise of oversight in the area of misconduct, which has occurred. The DOJ's Antitrust Division's 2019 evaluation of corporate compliance programs in the criminal antitrust investigation was even more explicit in announcing their expectation for robust board oversight of a corporate compliance program. The antitrust guidance stated, for the antitrust compliance program to be effective, those with operational responsibility for the program must have sufficient autonomy, authority and seniority within the company's governance structure, as well as adequate resources for training, monitoring, and auditing the periodic evaluation of the program. The antitrust guidance then went on to ask a series of questions, which portend a more, more than simply a reporting requirement, or that the CCO has a direct line to the board. It is a separate requirement for compliance expertise on the board. Name any recent corporate scandal, Wells Fargo, Uber, Volkswagen, Boeing, you name the scandal, and there was no compliance expertise on the board. It is now enshrined as a best practice for companies to have a seasoned compliance professional on the board. I would add that the DOJ may soon expect there be a compliance committee separate and apart from the audit committee. Mike Volkoff has looked at it from both a practical and business perspective, stating, I have witnessed firsthand that companies that have a board member with compliance expertise usually have a more aggressive and effective compliance program. In this situation, a chief compliance officer has to answer to the board for the company's compliance program while receiving the resources and support to accomplish compliance tasks. Companies spend time and resources to nominate board members who bring real value to the boardroom. The mix of board members reflects the company's overall strategic priorities and focus for governance. For example, the nominating committee will locate a board candidate with financial reporting, audit, and SOX expertise to manage the audit committee, each board member should be considered for a strategic purpose and benefit. It is important that the board receive direct access to in such information on a company's compliance policies on this issue. The board must have quarterly reports from the CCO to either the audit committee or the compliance committee. Your board should create a compliance committee as the audit committee may more appropriately deal with financial audit issues. A compliance committee can devote itself exclusively to non-financial compliance. The board's oversight role should be to receive regular reports on the structure of the company's compliance program, its actions, and self-evaluations. From this information, the company can provide oversight from managing risks to modifications that should be implemented. The requirement also means the board must actually engage in oversight, not simply take quarterly reports. Has the board separately tested the compliance function or even taken a deep dive into a specific area of risks. The DOJ continually speaks about the need for companies to operationalize their compliance programs. Businesses must work to integrate compliance into the DNA of their organization. 
Having a board member with specific compliance expertise or heading a compliance committee can provide a level of oversight and commitment to achieving these goals. The DOJ enshrined this requirement into the FCPA corporate enforcement policy. This means that when your company is being evaluated by the Department of Justice under the factors set out in the 2020 update and the FCPA corporate enforcement policy to retrospectively determine if your company had a best practices compliance program in place at the time of the violation, you need to not only have the structure of the board-level compliance committee in place, but also the specific subject matter expertise on the board and that committee. Another arm of the U.S. government has recognized the need for such expertise at the board level. In 2005, the officer, the Office of Inspector General, in a publication entitled Practical Guidance for Healthcare Governing Boards, called for greater compliance expertise on the board. The OIG said the board can raise its level of substantive expertise with respect to regulatory compliance matters by adding to the board a compliance member. The presence of such compliance professionals with subject matter expertise on the board sends a strong message about the organization's commitment to compliance, provides a valuable resource to other board members, and helps the board better fulfill its oversight obligations. All of this means that every board of directors needs a true compliance expert. Almost every board has a former chief financial officer or former head of internal audit or persons with a similar background, and often these are also the audit committee members of the board. Such a background brings a level of sophistication, training, and subject matter expertise to help all companies with their financial reporting and other finance-based issues. So why not? Is there a subject matter expert at the board from the compliance profession? So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, the 2020 update requires active board of director engagement and oversight around compliance. Number two, board communication on compliance is a two-way street. It is both inbound and outbound. That means the board needs to not only receive reports from the chief compliance officer, but the board also needs to engage in actual oversight and management with the CCO. And finally, does your board of directors have a compliance expert? This is Tom Fox again. Thank you for listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. I hope you will join me for the entire month of January where I take a look at some of the significant changes in compliance and FCPA enforcement which occurred in 2020 and will help inform your compliance program going forward into 2021 and indeed beyond. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.